0: Welcome, everyone. We are about to begin, Best Hashem Shalom sheer number 302. We're going to continue the discussion about reframing, which is a skill to shift your perception uh, to enhance your life and your marriage. Now, if you went through anything unpleasant, which happens in life, all the time, that's what life is. You're going to come across situations and um, just Life brings that out, where things will be somewhat painful or unpleasant, and you have a choice how you're going to handle that aspect. You can view the matter as terrible and experience tremendous distress from it, or you can think of it with a positive reframe. So, for example, if you're making a sacrifice to do a, a act of chesed, Then you can feel good about the fact that you're helping somebody. Or you can use your time to mentally focus on thoughts that you find enjoyable or pleasant that will help you reframe your experience in a more positive manner. Or you can think of how joyful or relieved you will be when that unpleasant task is finished. So he gives an example here in marriage. You're waiting for your spouse, which could be very frustrating. They go to Simcha, they're not ready, whatever it is. So part of it is, how are you going to handle that situation? How are you going to reframe and shift and put a perspective to it? So you could decide, this is the way my spouse generally is, and it happens all the time. I could yell and scream and just go into a fit. Or, realize I can learn that this extra time, I could use how to use that waiting time in a wise way. And when you do that, you're right away reframing it. Okay, there's an extra 10 minutes, I'm ready, I'm in my suit, I'm ready to go, or I'm in my dress, I'm ready to go. The other one's delaying, I'm waiting, I'm going to use that 10 minutes wisely. I'm going to learn, I'm going to do something productive. And it could be reframed as an act of chesed. You're actually doing a chesed for your spouse that's not ready. You're doing a kindness. So in the past, you may be very upset with your spouse that made you wait. Now you're waiting patiently, and you're not upset about it anymore because you're using your time wisely, number one. You're using it as an act of chesed, number two. And realize that by doing this, you're actually bringing the shechina in your home. By you not yelling and screaming and pushing and getting the situation tense in the home, and you're not steaming inside either, because you already shifted it from the negative inconvenience to the opportunity to use a time wisely, you know, who knows? You know, you make a there, maybe you have it with a sense of humor in a positive way, you could finish a nice couple of Masechus mishnayos every time you have to wait for your husband or wife for whatever you have to wait for them for, And uh, over time, you could finish Mesechtas. Like the people who wait five minutes and and finish Mesechtas by hopping in five minutes here, five minutes there. Number one. Number two, you're actually doing a chesed for that person. You have it where you get it together and you organize. That one takes more time. You're doing them a chesed by not pressuring them and by you know, by being kind and compassionate to them. And you're bringing the shechenen into the home. That's what you're actually mamish doing. When you're frustrated, you want to go, and it's not happening yet, and you refrain this way. HaKadosh Baruch Hu there. He's coming in, and there's bracha in your life because of this. So all of this doesn't take away the fact that ultimately you it's an inconvenience for you, or it did bother you, or maybe it does still bother you to a certain degree. You would rather your spouse be on time, but your waiting was not lyric, it was not in vain it became, somehow it became an elevated experience. You know, that doesn't mean, like I said, down the road you could basically say, um, you know, let's work it out, or maybe next time could you get ready 15 minutes later, because this time we really have to be on time. Whatever, you can have those discussions in a calm way later, you know, after or maybe before, fine. But Bashas Misa, while this is going on, and it's not going the way you want it, this gives you the opportunity to make it into an actual positive experience and even an elevated experience. People could use this also, by the way, when you have to go to a doctor or an eye doctor or the dentist or whatever it is, and it's frustrating because you had an appointment and they're running late and it's very upsetting. You know, you have a lot to do and here you are sitting in this office. And by... Mentally preparing beforehand by bringing a safer along, or 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 making some phone calls that could with chesed that could help people, people, and then you could reframe this opportunity. Yes, would I rather not be waiting in a doctor's office? Of course, I would rather not be waiting in a doctor's office. But ultimately, after it's said and done, you spend an extra half hour there at the end when you walk out of the doctor's appointment. And you look back and you say, I wasted a half hour, but wait a minute, I did not waste a half hour. I used the time wisely, if I was tired, I took a little nap and I felt better, or I was able to learn something, and so on and so forth. So, with a spouse also, if they tell you, let's go to a place, let's do something, you yourself may find it inherently boring, but you can view it as a chesed and not do it reluctantly, but do it with a joy because you basically what you're doing by infusing that meaning into the into the into the connection that you're having with your husband or wife something that's intrinsically boring could become something that you now are doing that gives joy and pleasure to your spouse that ultimately will give you also joy and pleasure and that's a reframing that'll actually enhance your marriage greatly This is not the subject now, so I don't want to go into detail because I don't want to veer off it. But when it comes to the physical intimacy and the sex, we talked about this a lot in the past, when one isn't in the mood and one is and so on and so forth and you know that it's just better for the marriage to be together even though one's not in the mood. That could also help when you have a shift in reframing it can enhance your marriage greatly. Where... You just basically, before you were something that you were dreading or, or hated a lot because you felt the pressure, or whatever it is, you could reframe that and now realize, yes, I'm not in the mood. First of all, I could enjoy it later, and that's what usually happens. And even if I don't, it's okay. And it's an act of chesed for my spouse. And the shin is here because of that. Hashem has nachas ruach. If you're doing it for the right reasons, Hashem has nachas ruach. For you, bringing and the shkinek comes into your home with by that too. So every situation you see can be seen from many perspectives, and this is a way to practice reframing: is to try to see an event, write write it down, see what normally would upset you in that event, and then now give five different interpretations of that event or that situation where you could say, hey, maybe I could look at it differently now. I may not be thrilled about it, but I can work through it. This can happen a lot. You know, people sometimes have this anxiety where they're going Pesach and they really don't want to be by their parents or in-laws and they have to sort of make a pshara and they go and, and, and it's something that oh, I have to pack and you know whatever it is. So yeah, it, it is sometimes uh A a challenge. But when you before that make up your mind Pesach is Pesach. This is what's going to be. And we're going to make the best of it. And not just reluctantly but really reframe it to make the best of it. It can actually enhance it. And when a couple learns this together they could keep asking each other this. You know, we have a matzah here. How can we look at it in a more positive light? To do what we need to do in this Difficult matzah, but at the same time, view it as a positive thing in our lives, even though there's pain connected to it. And if you don't, use, he mentions here, I don't know why some people don't like the word reframing, so you could use a different word. You say always, let's reframe, and the other spouse doesn't like that word or doesn't understand it, or then don't use that word. Use a different word. How do we see the positive outlook in this situation? If you don't like the word reframe, use a different word. But the concept is just the same. And don't be insensitive about it also. you know, If your spouse is very about, upset about them, something, then your, your response should not be, okay, let's reframe it, or you're looking at it the wrong way, let's change the perspective. No, if your spouse is very upset about something and it's bothering them greatly, you need to first be empathetic, compassionate, a listening ear to that distress and pain if you immediately react and say, okay, we're going to just reframe this, oh, it's not so bad, it's good, that's not sensitive, that's insensitive. you are They're going through the emotions if it's difficult. So that is something that's important to know when you're working on this skill. If one or both of the spouse is experiencing real pain about a matzev, so like we talked about in last year and this year, yes, it's very important for the both of you to learn how to reframe and change your perspective. But but while you're feeling that pain and distress initially, yes, you're compassionate about it, and you are kind. And you say, okay, yes, you're right. It is hard. It is not easy. And you listen, and you're compassionate. But once you have that compassionate listening ear, then it's much easier after that, when you felt you were listened to, Okay, now let's see if we could see this from a better perspective. Let's see if we could see the, the you know, the, the, the layer of, of silver lining, like they say, in the matzav. So again, when the person's mamish in pain, they're not interested in seeing silver linings. So that matzav, you're going to need to be compassionate and empathy and calm down by listening and sharing with what they're feeling in a fully... But after that, when things calm down and they feel they were listened to, then for the both of them, yes, let's indeed look at that silver lining. Let's see how we could make things better. Let's see how we could make this situation less painful or have a perspective that will help us suffer less from this. So that's a very important thing to know. You know, and if the if it's such a difficult thing, a situation where one spouse says I'm not ready to do this, so then you give the space, you validate the feelings that they're not ready yet, and they'll be open later to do that. So I will to end off this year, mention an anecdote that he said as follows: he says learning about refraining transformed my life and my marriage. When I was growing up, I used to get upset very easily. When things weren't as I liked, I would get angry. I gave my parents many a rough time because of my being upset and irritated over so many trivial issues. But to me, at the time, nothing was trivial. Everything that was not to my liking was a major issue. I would hide this from my friends. But at home, I was miserable and I made my family miserable. And when I first got married, I followed that familiar pattern. Little things upset me more than the average person. But I noticed these things that upset me didn't upset my spouse, and my spouse wasn't even upset that I was upset. So I once asked my spouse, look, why is it that things that bother me so much don't bother you? And when I saw how calm my spouse was, you know, there was one day where the pipe burst, the whole apartment got flooded, and... I was a nervous wreck, and my spouse was calm. They took care of what they had to take care of, but he or she was calm. So the spouse that was calm answered back kindly and said, I'm glad you asked me, and this is what I learned, this skill of reframing. And when I was younger, many things used to bother me terribly. And I heard a class about this concept of reframing, which we're discussing now, and I realized that all of these trivial things that bothered me only bothered me because of the way I looked at them. And I made a resolution, I'll become a master at reframing, and I wasn't always in Matzliach, I wasn't always successful, but I kept learning from every positive reframe that I did, and from every person that was positive that was able to shift a perspective in, in a positive way. And because I needed... To work so hard on it, I became an expert. And now it's becoming more natural. And then this spouse says, I learned from my husband or wife. He was my teacher in this. And I learned how to do that too. So again, for all of you that we're talking about right now, start off with the trivial things. And even trivial things that seem major to you, but they're really, really trivial. We're going to talk maybe at a different point, where when you khalila you have a real serious matzev shouldn't happen to anyone, and everyone should be protected to them. How do you put a positive reframe on a real serious illness, Khalila? right? An illness of a child, an illness of a spouse, uh, um, or other things that are really serious. That is really heavy, and that's something that we could discuss and maybe should discuss, and as Hashem hopefully will discuss, of how to even reframe those in a healthy perspective, because the truth is, when people are grieving, this is something, when they're in Avelis, Khalila shouldn't happen to anyone. Shem Shem shakan we shouldn't have any Avelis anymore. Mocha Hashem, Dima But when someone experiences these types of losses, even then, it's very crucial to learn this positive reframing after the person left the world to help you carry on. But that's not what we're talking about right now. We're talking about 90 or 95% of the Matzavim in life that are but it's really, truly trivial that we just get aggravated about. The waiting uh, by the doctor's uh, um, um, office, as an example, when they're running very late, or waiting on long line by a by a grocery store, or that something broke over there, or that you're waiting for your spouse cause, and, and, and you left the wedding 15 minutes later. On those type of things, it's a lot more doable, and it is something that could, a skill that's, not as hard as people think in trying to master. We'll talk more about this as Hashem in the next year. Hatzlocha and Bracha.